Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Thursday, January 25th, just a couple of days away from Sunday's AFC Championship game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Uh, Sween, just a couple of days away from uh, another conference championship game appearance for the Kansas City Chiefs and you know, a few injuries that we'll get into on today's show, but just uh, kind of a temperature check on how we're feeling ahead of Sunday's contest. Yeah, I, I feel better uh, about this team than I think I did this time last week. I just think they played so well um, and even were able to overcome a key turnover in the game to get it done on the road. And now uh, you enter uh, a week here and I, I feel this way about the NFC too, where I think anything can happen. And and usually for the Chiefs, it's me telling everyone, like, look, anything can happen here in the final four. But Kansas City isn't actually at the underdog this year. And so, you know, that kind of context is a is a good thing. And I, I just sense the confidence in the team. I think they really feel good about themselves after uh, getting that win last week. They do have a laundry list of injuries. I know we're going to get into. Um, but I, I think that they're going into Baltimore almost uh, – as the reigning champs, but in, in a way with uh, some house money and playing loose. Cause I think a lot of people uh, my, myself included, I mean, I picked the bills on the site. I thought that would be done uh, after having to go there and, and everything that Buffalo was trying to accomplish it. Now uh, suddenly the chiefs are once again, that, that team you don't want to play. And I think they know it. Yeah. I picked the chiefs last week and it was after I kind of grappled with it all week long. And, and yeah. what it came down to was, I just had more faith in the Chiefs defense than the Bills defense. And then after that game, I'm sitting around thinking like, well, maybe I should have just had more faith in Patrick Mahomes because he was phenomenal against the Bills. And it's like if he's playing like that and we know like he turns this thing up in the playoffs and if he's playing like that, it's just impossible for me to think that he's not going to find a way to overcome what's in front of him and get to another Super Bowl like I'm still grappling with it. I haven't officially decided who I'm picking in this game yet, but I'm really leaning Chiefs at this point because it's just hard for me to to picture a, a game where Patrick Mahomes isn't going to go out there and give you his absolute best in in this kind of contest. I just think when you get to this part, when there's final four teams left, I mean, it it really can go any other way. Um, it, and it And it's not like for me, like if the Bucks would have advanced, I would have said, well, you know, whoever's playing that team is probably going to win. Same thing with the Packers, where it's like, okay, these are the versions of the Cinderella teams. But when these top three seeds make it, top four even sometimes, I feel like anything can happen. And I know there'll be game spreads just like any other game. But for me, I just think at, at their heart, they feel like 
pick them games. Like they could really go either way because the teams uh, are just to that level. And so why not, you know, you know pick the, the underdog in, in this case? Um, I'm excited. I mean, I, I think you're hearing a lot of the buzz uh, out of Baltimore. I thought it was refreshing for Lamar Jackson as opposed to like giving the Chiefs more fuel, saying I don't even want to play Patrick Mahomes, like being very honest uh, about that. And uh, it's been fun. But uh, this is going to be a, a back and forth game, a grinded out game for the Chiefs in Baltimore. Yeah, I I love that quote from Lamar Jackson, and I, I wish more players would do that because a lot of it is like you know yeah, yeah we gotta we gotta show up and we gotta play our best game and we gotta we gotta can't make mistakes and we gotta do all of this and Lamar's just like yeah I'd rather just not play Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because they're the hardest out in the NFL in the postseason it's not even close and so I, I respect Lamar a lot for being so honest about that yeah. And, you know, this this quarterback rivalry that, you know, we before there were was Josh Allen and before Joe Burrow, um, you know, got to the, the conference final and back to back years and was able to beat the Chiefs. I mean, we really thought it was going to be Mahomes and Jackson. Remember, if you know, you you really jog your memory back, uh, Mahomes was ticked off about the top five or top 100 uh, players of the NFL. Remember, he counted to four. Uh, they gave Lamar Jackson one and, and Mahomes four. Uh, and he and he counted uh, to four, you know, just kind of saying that he's the best player in the NFL. And so there was some juice to this in-conference in rivalry you know, back in the day. And it kind of tapered off because of injuries to Jackson, contract questions and injuries across the team. But it's back in full force. And uh, and uh, I, I learned about the Chiefs uh, last week. It seems already nationally. Um, folks are finding reasons to pick against them once again this week. Yeah. And when we're talking about the Kansas city chiefs and why I'm kind of going back and forth so much on this game this week is it really just for the first time all season, the vibes are really good with the chiefs. And I, I think that matters in the playoffs when these teams, you know, you're, you, you kind of grind out these regular season games, then you get into the playoffs and we see how big momentum can be for these teams all the time where, you know, their matchup against the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round, that game legitimately came down to like four plays. And it's like four plays that that matter um, or that make all of the difference in whether or not you advance. And it worked out for the Kansas City Chiefs. But like we heard this week from Travis Kelsey on his podcast, like the McCole Hardman brutal fumble uh, through the back of the end zone that could have wind up costing the Chiefs uh, another AFC championship game appearance. Like Travis Kelsey takes all of the blame for that. And like, I, I just think you don't see that very often from like team leaders where everyone in this locker room is willing to take accountability. Everyone wants to be a leader and everyone wants to be part of the process to try to go win a, another championship and be great. And it, they're just having fun again. And, and so it's like when this team is having fun and when they're going out there and playing and they know it's, single elimination our season's over if we lose this game it's just really hard for me to pick against them yeah and i i do sense that i've sensed it and we talked about it on the the reports i sensed it after they won the uh, afc west title uh, it just finally felt like okay um i know it's not going to be the number one seed this year but there is a a tremendous amount of pressure off their backs i think that was uh, really something that they didn't want to lose and it got a little dicey toward the end there um, but they were able to pull it out and you you saw them celebrating. I mean, that was the night that Trey Smith 
uh, walked across from the locker room to that, that club area and just grabbed two, looked like two 12 packs of Bud Light and were sharing them with his offensive linemen. And you know, they, they just had a different attitude. And it hasn't been unfun uh, since, uh, making up a word here, but, uh, and it, you can tell like they know that they found a, another way, like in previous years when they went on a run, um, to establish that people are doubting them again and they really get a lot of energy often and they're having fun with it. And uh, now here they are once again, one win away from uh, another Super Bowl trip. Yeah. It's Sunday is going to be an incredibly tough matchup. Chiefs got the early game. So uh, we'll, we'll know by, by, by uh, Sunday evening, whether or not they've advanced to another Super Bowl. Um, And then I think either opponent in the NFC, I I know San Francisco is favored by a touchdown right now, but I think that game could also go either way. The Lions are very, very good football team, but as far as the chiefs injury report goes, there's several players to keep an eye on. Um, uh, ahead of Sunday's game, uh, Trey Smith was out on Wednesday due to an illness. Joe Tooney did not practice uh, due to that pectoral issue that he suffered in the divisional round. And then it was reported later on in the afternoon by Adam Schefter that it could be a long shot that Tooney's available on Sunday, but they're hoping that he's got a chance to play if he can you know, get some practice in this week and, and be good to go. Isaiah Pacheco also did not practice. He's dealing with a toe issue, but... Uh, He spoke to the media and seemed like he is fully confident that he'll be able to go on Sunday. Mike Edwards did not practice. He's still in the concussion protocol. And the Chiefs have a handful of limited participants. Sky Moore also did not practice as he's trying to work his way back from injured reserve. So lots of players to keep an eye on this week uh, ahead of this AFC championship game on Sunday. Yeah, I'm already moved on. I think the team has moved on from the idea that Tooney can play in this game. I mean, I, you know, I know what they're saying and everything like that, but I, I just think they're directing him to work as hard as he can, and he has three weeks to do it to get back for the title. And I'm sure, you know, this is not, not something the Chiefs would say publicly because they don't provide uh, quote-unquote bulletin board material. But, I, you know, I, I think they're kind of looking at it like, all right, Tooney, we'll get this one for you. I'm sure Alec Reddy is saying that. And then if Tooney can be ready for two weeks from now, he'll, he'll start in, in the Super Bowl. Um you know, this isn't one of those situations where Alec Reddy could suddenly win the job like where we might have been discussing with Morris and, and Smith earlier this season. You go across there, uh, Trey Smith will be fine, in my opinion. Checo, a little concerning. You never want to see running back and toe. Um, I'm telling you, like, that is uh, that is sometimes a problem, but the Chiefs have a really good training staff. Uh, I imagine he'll play. I, and um, regardless of the pain, uh, I don't think Isaiah Pacheco is going to hold anything back, but uh, it is something to monitor in the sense that you don't want that to get worse uh, if the Chiefs were to advance. Uh, Derek Nottie, I don't see playing. Mike Edwards, we'll see. That's the concussion. Uh, and then Willie Gay. Uh, good to see that he logged limited practice. When I went out there yesterday, I didn't see Willie Gay. So maybe he was receiving a little bit extra treatment at the beginning of practice when we get our media look. Uh, but good to see that he was limited. Uh, Sky Moore and Prince Tego and Nogo at this, at the, at this stage, they're just depth. Uh, and then you go uh, across the way to uh, the Ravens. The most interesting one to me, Steve, is Mark Andrews uh, being a full participant. He's going to play, uh, so that is a major boost to the Ravens and what they want to do. And uh, the benefit they have there, Steve, uh, when you're able to get a All-Star, Pro Bowl, All-Pro caliber player back um, at this stage, you don't have a ton of film to say, well, how how are they using Andrews uh, recently? You know, I know that Isaiah Likely. 
uh, has been a good backup tight end for them. But uh, at the same time, you're not going to necessarily feature likely as you might have uh, featured Andrews had he been healthy. So uh, that's another one to watch. Marlon Humphrey, also a limited participant. Um, that's the other one that sticks out to me. Yeah, Andrews was back in practice last week, but they said he needed another week or so to get ready. So I, I'd expect him to be available. That's a huge boost for their offense. And then Marlon Humphrey, like you mentioned, he missed last week against the Houston Texans, but he missed last week in anticipation of being available this week. So it sounds like the Ravens start cornerback will be available this week, which another huge boost for the defense. Uh, Marlon Humphrey's a tremendous player, and we know that Ravens defense is, is spectacular. So uh, Derek Nottie is another one that I, I feel like he doesn't get a lot of credit as a player, Pete, but he's a guy who's played a lot of football for the Chiefs along the interior of that defensive line. And we saw what the Bills did to them on the ground last week. Now, there's been a lot of comparisons to the Ravens offense and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, and they're both you know guys who can absolutely decimate you on the ground, but obviously very different running styles. Um but but it's still really important. I don't expect Derek Nottie to be available this week either. But how Steve Spagnolo tries to slow down Lamar Jackson and, and that Baltimore Ravens rushing attack could be the difference in Sunday's championship game. Yeah, I think Mike Pinnell uh, has a, a chance to to make a difference there as well. Um, you're gonna have to rely on some of your your depth there. Um, to me, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson doesn't really seem to have a, a struggle getting by that first wave of defenders so the linebackers become key uh and that's why you know against this particular rushing attack my eyes are on willie gay and i think you really want to have willie gay for this game just to make sure that lamar jackson is managed and you can manage him with one person but uh signing i mean you're, you're talking about a neck injury and he's already a limited participant my my guess is maybe limited on thursday see if they can't ramp him up uh for you know what would be considered a full practice on friday i mean I, it's just such a a major part of what the, the Chiefs are going to want to do defensively, I think, against Lamar Jackson. And, you know, we talk about that Chiefs defense and trying to game plan uh, against this Ravens offense that, you know, Pete, every time the Ravens this season have had a, a matchup where it's like, this is a this is going to be a test for the Baltimore Ravens. Like, this is one of their biggest matchups of the season. Like, they seem to go out there and just absolutely dominate. And it's really, if I'm the Kansas city chiefs and you mentioned like Mark Andrews, not having tape on how they're going to utilize him recently. Like I, I would go back to their earlier season matchups uh, where the Cleveland Browns dropped 33 points and defeated them in November. And then they had a matchup against the Los Angeles Rams that came down to overtime. It was a 37, 31 win by the Ravens, but we saw Matthew Stafford go absolutely insane and have a monster performance in that one. Those are the games that if I'm the Kansas city chiefs, really diving into those performances and trying to figure out how those offenses had so much success against this Ravens defense, because that Ravens defense is just as talented as the chiefs defense. Yeah. These defenses are, are right on par. Uh, and I, and I, I made two predictions last week, Steve. Uh, and this is a, this is a podcast of honesty. I picked the bills uh, and the under and both were incorrect. Um, so this, this week I'm sticking with the under. Uh, and I'm I'm leaning more so with Kansas City because I, I think I learned the hard way last week and had to be reminded that Patrick Mahomes, as you were saying, is uh, inevitable. But I, I think we're used to seeing both of these teams, um, Ravens especially this year, score a lot of points. I think, again, uh, we'll see if I'm right this time around, I think it's going to be one of those uh, grind-out points type, type of games. I think these defenses are really going to step up in this spot. 
Uh, and whoever can cross the goal line first and, and certainly often is going to have the edge here, but it's going to be tough. Uh, these are the top two defenses in the league. And, hey, I mean, I'll say it. Um, you got a banged up Debo Samuel and CMC uh, hasn't been fresh and, and 100%. These might be the two best teams left, right? So this is just such a huge game for Kansas City to win. Yeah, uh, no offensive turnovers, take care of the football, um, limit the mistakes, and I think the Chiefs got a good chance to win on Sunday. But we'll uh, have everything you need to know at arrowheadpride.com. We'll update the injury report later on this afternoon after Chiefs practice. We should also have uh, uh, another uh, long list uh, of press conferences this afternoon, so we'll have that for you right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PGSween. I'm Steven Sertz, where you can find me. Uh, get some questions in in the reviews if you want ahead of our live stream tomorrow morning, but me and Pete will be back bright and early to uh, answer some questions and break down this AFC Championship game ahead of Sunday's contest. We'll talk to you guys. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.